Welcome to episode number 140 of the Keep Up podcast. Where we believe if you drink enough caramel, you'll become a caramel chameleon. Doesn't roll off the tongue, is it? Uh, sure doesn't. Nope. What do we do? Caramel. Caramel, 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 caramel. No. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't quite work out. Car- and, you know, I don't say it wrong like you. You say caramel. Caramel. So you completely disregard the A in the middle of the word. No. It's caramel. 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 Coral. Caramel. Caramel. Remember The Walking Dead? I do. I was thinking of picking it back up, actually. that It's one of those shows that I feel like I always can go back to. Yeah, you always can. I don't think I ever will, though. I think I'm gonna. I hope you do. I've been, I've been in a zombie mood lately, so I've been thinking about it. Nothing says zombies like November. No, no, November. I was going to do a thing on my Twitch channel uh-huh. called December. Which is? There's a big Z ah. where the C usually is. Oh. All zombies. That's great. But it's November and I already started playing zombie games. So so do it November. November. There you go. November. November. No, no, no Zomvember. Everybody does no something November. Right. Are you doing a no anything November? I usually do no shave November. Yeah. I think I'm just going to do it by accident. Or yeah, because you just shaved before. Right. Yeah. So um, that's about it. That's you, my plan. You had some shave October. Right. So now you can have no shave November. <laughs> that's what I do. I, I <laughs> sacrifice, or I did part of October. Yeah. And November, I'm here. November, you're here. Yeah. And we're here, and it's the Keep Up Podcast. If, yeah. you've, never, if you've never been here, you know, welcome to the Keep Up Podcast. Hello. I'm Brett, and Tim is Tim. That's me. And uh, we just talk about all the things we consume, be it media or food, and, um, you know, that's, it's silliness, and it's madness. It's it's a mixture of the both. It's still, yeah. ma- still madness. It's sadness. Oh, oh no. That's, nope. not <laughs> that's not what we're looking for, Milliness? Brett. Milliness? Yeah. Milliness. Millie. Welcome to Millie. You know what else is Millie? What? Our Instagram account. What does that mean? I just I think we have a lot of good content there. Yeah. That the listeners don't know about. Yeah, that's true. So if you don't know about it, listeners, hear ye, hear ye. One and all, all in one. The Keep Up Podcast at the Keep Up Podcast on Instagram. You can go there and you can hang out with us and you'll see little video clips and little pictures and stuff. You nailed it. I nailed it. Oh! Um, I mean, sorry, I keep smacking my lips. The last episode too is like, um, um, but I'm gonna try to be more aware of it. My mm-hmm. lips are... Lo- Hang on. Let me get a beverage. Ooh, Tim, he's, he's, talk to the people. Ah, people. So remember yesterday... Let's go into stupid questions. All right. Stupid questions with Uncle Tim. <laughs> well, yeah. we don't have to worry about what happened yesterday. Now. All right. Yeah. Stupid questions, Brett. Yeah. What's that, Tim? Do you remember mm. stupid questions? It sounds familiar. Okay, let me let me let's let's bring it down a notch. Let us take the volume. Right now we're at a you know a four. Let's drop. Yeah. Let's. So the volume's here right now. Let's take it down. Yeah. Let's just we're gonna drop it down to a smooth to a soft 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. Mm. Stupid questions. Yeah. These are the questions I ask. The hard-hitting questions. Hard-hitting. The questions people are too afraid to ask. Too afraid. No Google. No Google. No Bing. No Bing. Ask Jeeves. Bye-bye, baby. Bye-bye. So here we are with the stupid question. Are you ready, Brett? I'm ready, baby. Is cat dog one person or two? Yes. <laughs> yes. Cat dog. Let's say the census is going and yeah, they yeah. and they go to your house and they or they go to cat dog's house. Mm, census is a good way to frame it. Yeah. And they're like, "How do we count you?" Yeah. Are you one entity or are you two? So, I think mm-hmm. they would argue about it. Right. Very typical. Which makes me think they yes. are two. Because, so that's the question. Is it because they have two brains, are they each their own person? Is that where humanity begins, is in the brain? That's a great question. Like, How our, does it work with Siamese twins? Um, they count as two people because they get two names. They get two... Right, so they're individuals. But cat dog... Now, here's the other thing. Yeah. Well, maybe not. I was trying to think. Siamese twins, you, you threw a wrench into my plan, I'm just Brett. saying, no, there are real-life implications You're here. right. How? What's the most connected a Siamese twin has been? Like, like would, like, would one person, or I guess two in this case, would they just have an extra eye and that counts as a Siamese twin? Or do they need a brain and that's what counts as an extra person? Wait, what do you mean? Like, what's the closest... The most connected... Like, I think the the... The reports I've I've only seen like I'm, I saw a mini doc I think on sisters who are conjoined at the or conjoined twins is that different Yeah, maybe Siamese twins is offensive now. No, I don't think it's a. Is it? I don't know. I just I. If it uh, <laughs> let us know. If it's let right. us know. <laughs> I don't think it is, but we grew up at a different time. Am I understanding? Are we talking about the same thing though? Because conjoined yeah. twins is a thing, right? And, and I think that's the same right. as Siamese twins. That's what I th- but now that you're saying it, I definitely don't know the origin of why it's Siamese twins. <laughs> right. So there's a solid chance. <laughs> I'm going to look it up just to make sure yeah. we're not the most racist people. No, it's, um, you know, Speaking just... of racist, how about those elections? <laughs> oh, wow. That's all we're going to say about that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I almost was going to ask you about it because I've, I've made a... Yeah, I don't know what? how much we want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> Brett, this is our forum. We can do whatever we want. What's crazy is as we're recording, we're like on the cusp of this is going to come out a week after. Right. So we will know. So at the point, there is no official right. official president. Yet. But it's happening. Mm-hmm. Trump, like 20 minutes ago, made a statement. Did you watch it at all? No. It was very, it's kind of funny to watch. Oh, I bet. Um, yeah. <laughs> It's it's hard to talk about it at all because it is a touchy subject. And just to see like the the statistics, like how close it is on both sides, yeah. it's it blows my mind, first off. Mm-hmm. I, I just but then again, you know, that's that's part of the election is you're free to be able to pick who you want and believe in what you want. Sure, of course. And all that stuff. I just didn't know we were that divided as a country. Yeah. That split on who should, should right. lead us. Right. And I I'm kind of surprised too, but so I will say this was the thing I was going to bring up and yeah. see, um, because I decided this year I'm not even going to answer whether or not I, I'm not going to answer any questions about my decision about voting. Okay. If I voted, yep. who I voted for, yep. 
anything because I was thinking about it the morning of. Mm-hmm. And I have just my circle. I know this probably isn't everybody's experience, but I'm sure most people can relate to some degree, either with friends or family, mm-hmm. of people who, first of all, I feel like this election is a voting against election. I feel like barely anyone's voting for someone. Right. They're only voting to... So the opposite party doesn't, doesn't make it. Right, exactly, which, which I think is a bummer. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things I've noticed is it feels like a competition. Oh, 100%. And like that's always been a politics thing. Like yeah. I've always hated political ads because it's not... Typically, mm-hmm. historically, it's not about the candidate or the people. It's about how much the other candidate sucks. Yes. And it's like, okay, that's like, is this like a rap battle? Like where you're just going <laughs> to like, diss, diss each, each other, other until <laughs> like it's by true. round of applause, who wins? You know, because most of the time when I see those ads, all I see is what the other people are doing wrong or what's right. bad about them. I yeah. don't necessarily learn about what they're promoting. Right. The yeah. initial the initial party is doing the bad ad or whatever. And yeah. I get it. Like it kind of lies on us to go and watch their rallies or you know, speeches or whatever to get yeah. the information, but spend that money on those commercials to inform us, to right. let us know. Yeah. And maybe we're not seeing the right commercials, but I don't know. I just feel, yeah, that's been the largely my experience. Mm-hmm. And I, Oh, so I'm like surrounded by, well, to finish that thought, it feels yes. like this year's the crux of that. Yes. You know what I mean? Like everyone, it's just a voting against election. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have people that I'm close to that are very uh, passionate about voting against Trump. Mm-hmm. People I'm closely very passionate uh, about voting against Biden. Mm-hmm. People who don't vote. People are like, you need to vote. It doesn't matter who you vote for, all that stuff. So I was like, the most respectable or respectful and like even keel thing I can do mm-hmm. is literally not tell anyone what my decision was. Did you all. vote, Brett? Not answering. Perfect. I was I was Not putting answering. you through a test. See? And it's tough because when I get asked any question, because I want to talk about it. Yeah. Like, I don't fear talking about it. You know, it's not that I don't want to discuss any, like, politics at all. Mm-hmm. It's just, like, the easiest way, like, the most... Because my decision has been made. Yes. You know? So yep. it's like, whatever's going to happen is going to happen. I don't need to go getting into like a non-productive argument with anyone. About right. It, because so. you've already voted or not. They've already voted or not. Right. So there's no point in arguing mm-hmm. because I think a lot of us are set in our ways where with, where we are willing to listen if we're willing to listen. Like, mm-hmm. like if we want to listen, we will listen. But if we don't, then I think people are just too stubborn. And especially when it comes to politics, you know, yeah. it's very much like people are set in their ways and it's very hard for people to switch unless something extreme It is, happens. yeah, and especially this election in mm-hmm. particular. Um, um, but I think it's smart, and I, you know, I can imagine some people not liking that answer, mm-hmm. but I think you're right. It's most middle ground where, like, you're not, nobody's getting mad at you for not mm-hmm. voting or for voting. Like, it's... And here's the thing. Yeah. It sounds damning no matter what. Right. If someone's like, who'd you vote for? Mm-hmm. And they're strong for Biden, and I say, I'm not... I'm choosing not to answer the question. Yeah. You're going to be like, oh, you voted for Trump. If someone's like, D- it'll go no matter what. Right, no matter Wherever what. Wherever they stay. Yeah. yeah. Which that's how I've been framing it. I'll be like, listen, I realize this sounds damning regardless. Mm-hmm. But if someone's like, did you vote? And I'm like, I'm not answering that. They immediately assume I didn't vote. Right. But so I'm trying to make clear, I'm just not discussing my decision Throwing whatsoever. It out yeah. I think that's smart. You know? So also, uh, cat dog is two. Cat dog is two. Oh, yeah. So I found the origin of Siamese twins. Oh, sick. Let's do it. The term Siamese twins yeah. derives from Chang and Eng Bunker, who were the first pair of conjoined twins to become internationally known. Oh. The brothers were from, from Siam, hence the name, in their own country. Uh, as they had Chinese parents, they were known as the Chinese twins. Interesting. So they're 
So I don't know if that's necessarily racist. No, it's just the origin of the term. Yeah. It is interesting that it now just applies to... Conjoined twins. Right. But they are not... You don't have to actually... They were actually Siamese. Like, that was their... Right. Country of origin. So that's Mm -hmm. funny. I don't know. Yeah, I'll still say it. I think it's still okay. Yeah. I don't know. Anybody anybody wants to let us know, let but us But you're know. saying there are two people. I think so. So one is Trump and the other one's Biden. Did you vote? I'm not answering that question. Ah, nice, <laughs> nice. I'm taking your tactic. I like that tactic. It works out, man. So yeah. far, so good. Uh, what do you uh, What do you think? I, I think, think it's two. I think, I think if they're going to have an argument and mm-hmm. can't agree on something, that's got to be two separate people. Right. If, if they... Well... Would you argue, or I could argue that it's split personality and... Interesting. Because you could argue with yourself. Ah, but it's considered a condition if it's one brain. Right. And they, we assume, have two different brains. So I think to your point... Mm-hmm. Wait, who assumes who has two different brains? I think just in general. They seem like two different people. Who are you talking about? Cat dog. Oh, oh, cat dog. Okay. <laughs> not not the other two. Okay. Um, I, I was like, no, Tim, I don't think that's the, the medical analysis is that they have two brains. Um, so I think to your point, mm-hmm. it's like, it's, it's, the, it's the brain. It's the brain. Two brains. Is that what you're counting in a census? If they have a brain? They're just counting brains. Yeah. Is that like what it boils down to? <laughs> you're like, do you have a brain? Because, I mean, then you could go into the argument that it's not the brain, it's your soul. And so does Cat Dog have one soul or two souls? I think it's two. I think so, because one episode, I, if I recall, yeah. Cat dies like nine times and they have to go, or he dies eight times and they have to go get his lives back. They're yeah. all ghosts. Yeah, I feel like, because I was going to say that too, there's like the soul conversation. Mm-hmm. And then, but because if, yeah, I think that's it. That's my answer is two. Yeah, two. I think I'm with you. It's it's ju- it was just an interesting thought, because I'm like, what? If if you're counting heads, and like or counting people or yeah. bodies or whatever, does cat, cat dog count as one or two? I think it's two. It's two. Although is the census to count bodies? Uh, I think it's. Yeah, that's the question. Does it count brains or bodies? What is the census information used for? Uh, it usually is just a way to get numbers on the country. How many people are there? Like what people think of certain things. Blah blah blah. I think there, especially cat dog. They're both consuming individually. But it goes to the same stomach. They share a stomach. They share they share mostly everything. Right. Also, how do they go to the bathroom? You know you can't think about stuff. (laughs) I can't. I one stupid question per podcast. Exactly. (laughs) We'll hit that one next time. Yeah. We won't. No, we won't. That's it. Final answer. That's two. two. And uh, ring ring ring. Who's who's at the door? It's, Is this a new segment? No. <laughs> <laughs> Let me introduce you to our new segment called Bum. So movies? Oh uh, yeah, movies. Okay. <laughs> ooh, ooh, let's go to the movies. I have two movies. One I just wanted to mention because the season has passed. Yes. Rest in peace, October. But Adam Sandler released a gem of a film on Netflix. Yeah. There was a pun in there. Oh. Did you catch it? Gem of a film on Netflix. Adam Sandler, gem, gemstones. You're all over it, Tim. Steven Universe. You're all over it. Gem, there was a, say it again one more time. You have all the key components. (laughs) Adam Sandler. Gem, (gasps) gem, Netflix, net. It's not even the movie I'm talking about. 
but I promise you are driving listeners crazy. Gem. Not getting. Click. Now, what movie is he in that is about Gem? Oh, like every time you say it, a part of me dies. Wedding singer. Uh, Gem. Gem. The Longest Yard? I, li- I have no idea. Adam Sandler. Gem. I wonder if there will be a director's cut of this movie. Oh! <laughs> I forgot the name of the movie, though. Uh, Uncut Gems. Wow. Woo-hoo! I forgot. Thank you for that, Brett. Thank You're you. Welcome. That made a weird... Yeah, the interesting uh, A weird sound. Uh, I totally even forgot he was in that movie. Because it's uh, so not his thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a great movie, and he does a great job. I haven't seen it. Why? I don't know. I just haven't watched it. All right. That's Actually, I can tell you why. Why? Yeah. Because instead of watching that, I watched Hubie Halloween. Oh, I bet you did, Brett. Okay. I believe yeah. that anyone who watches this movie and doesn't enjoy it uh-huh. is denying themselves the simple things in life. Okay. I have a very nostalgic spot, soft spot mm-hmm. for Adam Sandler. Mm-hmm. This movie, if you grew up watching Adam Sandler movies, has it's got Easter eggs for past Adam Sandler movies. Mm-hmm. It's got the same, uh, like, it's got the same humor of some of the movies you grew up watching. And it's goofy, and he does a goofy voice, and I know the, the voice gets a little... You're like, okay, he's just going to do this voice the whole time. But yep. to me, it's just a couple minutes of getting used to it, and I find it endearing. I like little Nicky. I like the water boy. It's about him as Hubie. Halloween? No, just Hubie. Oh, just Hubie. I forget his last name. But he uh, uh, he, he protects... His town on Halloween every year, mm-hmm. but this year there's really something going on, <gasps> and it's hilarious and it's really fun. And I, I, I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like I had such a carefree, fun viewing experience with yes. it, and so I just wanted to let people know who are like, I wonder if I'm gonna like this. Even so, Rachel doesn't have like a strong history with Adam Sandler. Well, I shouldn't say that she's a big wedding singer fan, mm-hmm. but she didn't like. I don't know if you remember this because you would have been younger, but I legitimately went to bed probably in in middle school, and starting woke up around as then. An adult, yeah. Okay. And I just woke up and I was like, "Whoa, <laughs> here what we is are. happening here?" <laughs> no, starting in middle school, I probably went to bed every night, at mm-hmm. least every night of the week. Oh, that's another one for your collection, Brett. <laughs> Tim, there are some things I don't collect. <laughs> Brutal. <laughs> uh, at least every weeknight, I would go to sleep to watching an Adam Sandler movie. Wow. Um, it would be uh, typically either Bulletproof, mm-hmm. The Wedding Singer, Billy Bulletproof? Madison, or Happy Gilmore. Yeah. Bulletproof Dude, Monk? No, Bulletproof. <laughs> I, I don't think I've ever seen that one. Dude, Adam actually, Sandler, I don't even know if I've heard of it. At, Bulletproof is amazing. I, yeah, I don't. Just, it is a great movie. No, I don't. Oh, recall. my gosh, dude. You got to watch when it. When did that it's one so come good. out? 80s? No, no, it was 90s for sure. Uh, but it's him and Damon Wayans. And oh, uh, that doesn't sound let me show you. I got to show you the cover. So, anyways, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna delve into it too heavily. But it's a fun. It's it is a, a goofy Adam Sandler movie. Yep. It has Kevin James in it. It's got Keenan Thompson in it. Um, a really really great cast. It's super funny. Steve Buscemi, who's nice. amazing in it. Um, I think isn't he in every single one? He's of- in a lot of them. And there are some other recurring member, uh, you know, cast members that you yeah. see in a lot of his films. Um, Rob Schneider. Rob Schneider makes an Perfect. appearance. Um, it's 
it's it has a lot of great like quotable moments, which mm-hmm. is like you know those are the movies that I grew up with those like nineties like one liner after one liner, um, and. It also has a couple of great like ongoing gags throughout it. So it just it felt really nostalgic to me. I would be curious how how do you feel in general about Adam Sandler? Oh, I, I think he's great. I think uh, you know, a lot of the early ones you said Big Daddy and, yeah. and Waterboy and all that stuff. Oh, I love um, Big Daddy. Yeah, they're all great and I think they hold up today. Sure, some of the humor might not be as um what's the word, relatable now, or yeah. maybe uh, a little too risque, which I don't think so. I mean, I think I think watching those movies growing up, you what's get, risque? Um, well, just like they'll make jokes that probably don't apply as well. Oh, today. I see what you're saying. In today's, uh, in my opinion, sensitive world. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but I think, I think it's very good comedy to watch growing up. I think it, it will develop a lot of people with good sense of, oh, I've seen that cover a million times. I'm showing him Bulletproof. If you haven't seen Bulletproof, so it's 96, by 96. the way. 96, yeah, never Dude, seen it. it is such a good movie. I gotta I'll watch need to watch scene, it. Um, but yeah, I, I really enjoy his movies. I wanted to ask you, though, yeah. have you watched any of his Netflix movies since he made that uh, deal? I've watched I've watched a couple of them, yeah. And I he, watched, like, uh, Ridiculous 6, mm-hmm. and uh, there was another one, I think, with... Was it him and David Spade? The one, um, the do-over? Is that what yeah, it was called? Yeah. yeah. That's the only one I've seen. They're, I mean... And it was, they're fine. They're fun. But they're not Adam Sandler movies. Uh, in the sense of, like, like Hubie Halloween They, I feel like... Adam Sandler, to me, has, like, one of the most fun careers ever. Oh, absolutely. Because I feel like those movies, like, he just got to make a huge deal and just make movies with his friends yeah. and just whatever. Like, yep. he could kind of do whatever. So they're just... I, I mean, I just imagine those are fun, and the fun that I imagine them having making the movies, yeah. I think, kind of like spills over to me personally. Like I watch it, and even like the really goofy moments, I'm like, this is ridiculous. Yeah. Like, so I, I also, I, I have a soft spot for like stupid humor. Mm-hmm. I just think he hits all the bases. He's just a classic. Yeah, and he does really well. So I've enjoyed those. This one felt like a. Um, more of a throwback. Mm-hmm. Like this would have slid right in with his '90s movies, and uh, I was so glad he did like a Halloween movie. I yeah, thought that was cool. Um, so I would definitely recommend that, particularly for uh, old school Adam Sandler fans. But it's it's also just really fun. The other one, speaking of holding up, okay, that I watched recently holding was up. the Big Green. The Big Green. Yeah, you said something about some of them don't hold up, or oh. some of them do hold up, or let's uh, let's play the tape back. Okay. <laughs> So that was a slurpy rewind noise. Yeah. So uh, our rewind machine yeah. is just my tongue, and I roll it around. Yeah, and it's broken because I can't find the line that Tim said. So yeah, uh, you guys can hit the little fifteen seconds skip back. Got to press it a few times now. Trust me, my transition was gold. We watched The Big Green. The yes. Big Green was a movie that came out in the '90s. That was uh, it was a soccer movie. It was kids. Mm-hmm. It had like. 60% of the kids from the Sandlot in it. And okay. it felt like they were sort of trying to recreate that. 60% is a large percentage. but um, How many kids are in the Sandlot, though? I don't know. 11? Is that how many makes up a baseball team? Yeah. I think it's 11 because they needed... Yeah. Right. Um, do you remember this movie at all? No. So what I remember about this movie is seeing the, the trailers point. and being like, I think I want to see this because... Let, let's see how old I was when this came out. Mm-hmm. It... Uh, I'm Googling, how old was I when this... <laughs> no, it came out in 95, so I was eight. And I was one. Were you born? Well, I was I was born in 1995. I was a couple months, so I was zero. I didn't tell you what month this came out in. How, yeah. how do you well, know? Well, I'm born in January 
Of... Oh, so it probably. So there's a good chance. It's a good chance. So this is what the cover looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you can you see it? You yeah. See it? So oh, that looks familiar too. I think yeah. these are all things I've seen through just my life and yeah. never gave it a second thought. And this was one you might have seen like the trailer for at the beginning of other movies you were watching or whatever, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so th- the short version is this movie does not hold up at all. It, it is so weird. What and this... made you decide to watch it? So uh, uh, we were having a, a family movie night and I was like, what can we watch? I was flipping through. I think it's on Disney Plus is where I watched it. It's a Disney movie? I believe so, yeah. I'm almost positive that That cover didn't look it. very Disney movie. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> also really... Let me confirm. Yeah, okay. Um, well, because Disney, when you go on Disney Plus, it's not strictly Disney. Disney movies you can get um what's the other one i think it's miramax um okay or they own a couple other companies so they can play those movies and yeah. stuff or fox it might be through fox yeah it's on it is on disney plus i don't know let me see if it says who owns a sports community oh, it says disney on top right oh yeah disney the big green huh so it's super unfortunate because I watched it. I was trying to get the kids to watch the Mighty Ducks. But okay, they, they weren't feeling it. For ah, whatever come reason. on, Mighty Ducks I is know. so good. And it was. It would have been way better to watch the Mighty Ducks. Yeah. Um, but it fell in line with Heavyweights, with um, uh, Little Giants, mm-hmm. Sandlot, that kind of stuff. Um, but I didn't really remember it, so I was like, "Ah, oh, it's Disney. Like, it's probably pretty good. And, yeah. You know, maybe a little silly." But I knew it was like a kids movie. It's really bad. It's really weird. They do a lot of weird, like, sped up shots. Like, early on in the movie, the kids are what seemed to be, like, a pretty funny scene. The kids are laying down and dumping Cheetos all over themselves so that, like, birds will come and land on them. (laughs) Okay. And it's, like, really funny. But then this woman, like, pulls up and runs and grabs a hose. And the whole thing is sped up. So, like, like a lot. Does so, it play, like, funny music? Yeah. Like, okay, so it's supposed to be, like, a funny, like... Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, cartoony, yeah. but it does not translate well at all. Mm-hmm. And so that happens a bunch of times throughout the movie. There are a couple of, like, kind of humorous mo- uh, moments, but, like, the kid who plays Squints and the Sandlot is in it. Yeah. Um, and the kids are fine, but the movie's just really, like, spastic, and there's a random scene of kids, like taking a uh, an old lawnmower out of a barn and then cows escaping and then it, and and the whole crux of the movie is that um, there's a teacher uh, she's a substitute teacher from England and the kids that she's teaching not a substitute just a new teacher but yeah, the kids yeah. that she's teaching are like not they, they don't pay attention. It's one of those like oh there's it's a small town there's nothing to do here blah 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 whatever and so one day the kids aren't pl- paying any attention to her and she pulls out a soccer ball. And starts teaching them to play soccer. And it literally goes from that scene to them being like starting to play soccer games against other teams. Does the teacher play like a big role in the rest of the movie? Yes, she does. But there's no, it's just like, oh, you're not going to pay attention. Let's start a soccer team. Like there's (laughs) no, yeah. So I don't know. The movie's just not great. uh, And that's pretty much it. Is it a Disney Channel original movie or like a a theater movie? I'm almost positive it had a theatrical release. Mm Mm-hmm. And I because that I, all everything you just described sounds like a Disney it Channel does. original. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm remembering incorrectly. I didn't mm-hmm. look up the history of it. If you guys remember, let us know if you have any history with the Big Green because I do remember it being like heavily marketed when it came out. Yeah, and it's just not like like recently. I've I've watched the Sandlot. I've watched the Goonies. I've watched Heavyweights. I've watched Little Giants, mm-hmm. and particularly the latter two. I was like, these might not hold up. They totally did. Oh, good. Like they were super fun, and this one was just a mess. Like like uh, just the way that the scenes were cut and like, it just felt really bad. And halfway through, I was like, man, this is bumming me out. Yeah. Um, Did so, the kids like it? 
they were like, yeah, it was fun. Like, they didn't really care, you know. Yeah, it was um, just something to watch. Yeah, but after some of the other ones, they, like, really loved it, you yeah. know. Um, they really loved those movies, I should say. But this one, they were just like, yeah, it was cool. Um, That's a shame. Kids are easy to please, you know. True. But uh, I got to I gotta get them to watch um, Mighty Ducks. Mighty Ducks, dude. Yeah. It was so Plus, you're better. on, like, a good train. You got to get into, like, Remember the Titans and some of those. Yeah. Other, like, you're... you're you sound like you're in a good place. That, that's right the now. other thing. I was like, sports movies are generally pretty yep. good, but I just couldn't uh, couldn't couldn't get over this one. This was not a good watch. That's a shame. Well, I'm yeah. glad you're informing the people. I'm informing the people for any of you '90s kids out there who are like, "Oh, this is on Disney Plus. I'll give this a shot." Don't give it a shot. Just leave it in your memories. There, you know, I said it before. There's some games or some things I go to. Better left in the past. Just leave them. You yep. know, and I'll always right now. Croc, Croc, and Croc Two. <sighs> freaking love those games yep no you don't you can't i tried them again you just leave them, leave them in the memories it's just bad. past tim loves those games yeah it's yeah. it's and and current tim still loves them but yeah. i love the memory you love the memories yeah. yeah yeah um that is all i have in movies okay is the uh are we doing we're doing video games we're doing video all right games. we're gonna video games Oh, do we have some good video games for you? Uh, <laughs> what a transition. Nice. Yeah, that was good. Uh, so this was supposed to be in technology, but uh, we totally spaced it. So yeah, we're yeah. going to do it here in video games because it is video game technology. It is. Uh, Brett, have you had any experience with the new Xbox app? Today. Today, today was yep, the day. Today. Um, did you see the notes and then get inspired to look or did you just update? So what's funny is I, I tried to set it up yesterday i think or the day before mm-hmm. and i couldn't figure it out something was weird about it yes i couldn't get it to uh find my console mm-hmm. and then this morning i saw your note that you, or actually i saw your instagram story that you were playing around with it yeah i was like i'm gonna try it again this this morning before work and i and i got it to link up so i do now have a little bit of experience with it cool so yeah. I, i'm curious to hear how it is on your end so okay. the thing we're talking about is the xbox app just recently allowed for you to stream the console mm-hmm. to your phone to your apple i or apple devices yeah apple yeah. devices because it worked on android i think months ago oh it's so been, it's new to okay you've been able to do it but just recently uh, allowed on ios on okay. apple devices and so basically the idea is you can stream uh, so far, any game, to my yeah. knowledge, I haven't had one that I wasn't able to. Nothing that's backwards compatible. I know that. Oh, you can't do that. I, d- I didn't test those. I didn't think about those. Yeah. So. Interesting. Right. Yep. That's um, the only note I saw on there. It's like, currently, that's disabled. Huh. I wonder why. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so there you go. Brett just solved an answer uh, for a yes. question that I didn't even think. I got you. <laughs> what was that sentence? I don't know. Let's play it back. Let's play it back. Oh, wait. <laughs> Um, So yeah, I've been uh, messing around a lot with this streaming and seeing if it's any good uh, and just, uh, yeah, basically that, if it's any good. Mm -hmm. Um, What's really cool is you can connect your, uh, any Bluetooth controller to your iPhone, um, to your Apple device. And same with Android, you could always do that. Mm -hmm. Apple's always falling behind, Brett. I know, I know. slow babies. I know. But it's cool. They're starting to do it. Um, So uh, what I did was I connected my controller turned on uh i didn't even have to turn on my xbox it literally just streamed it directly to my phone so sweet and played doom eternal assassin's creed odyssey and n plus oh yeah yeah yeah. so um i thought those are three very heavy games yeah it's uh, a good test n plus plus is heavy just strictly because it, you need to like perfect precision you know if there's any latency any issues you You're won't be done. able to do yeah, it yeah that was a good call uh and playing all three games 
They all ran very nice. That's very awesome. Very smooth. Um, and I mean, I will say it's partly due to good internet. I think, sure. I think, uh, you know, I was in my bedroom. I was close to the Xbox. Internet worked pretty well mm-hmm. in here. So uh, I can't speak for the distance. Yeah. But as far as streaming a game to your phone and connecting your controller to the phone, it worked very well. So cool. It, it blew my mind how well it yeah. worked. Because with PlayStation, I've done it before. Um, and you can actually you actually get a controller on your phone, but mm. you can connect your controller to the phone cool. too. Um, and so PlayStation has had it for a couple of years at this point, even more. Mm. Um, but it, it was never perfect. There was certainly a lot of issues with yeah. it. Um, but with X- Xbox, it ran very well. That's sweet. Um, I can actually speak to the distance. Mm-hmm. So I set it up this morning, got it to link up. I was stoked because it's just so cool seeing your Xbox homepage yeah. on your phone or your device. And you can do everything. You can you can look yep. at the achievements. You can look at uh, whatever you have downloaded, yeah. play whatever game, except for backwards compatible. Yep. And the distance, you said. Um, so I got it to link up this morning. Yep. I was like, dope. I see that it works. What I really was excited about trying was uh, when I'm at work, like yes. on my lunch break, right? I, I wanted to ask you to do it because you yep. would... That's where you would do it. 100%. That's Mm -hmm. like the biggest perk. The only other thing I thought about is being able to play it uh, upstairs in my bedroom is kind of cool. Yep. Um, But I I didn't really test it at home. So today I was at work. I went out into my car and set it up. I could play the game. Mm-hmm. The audio was terrible. Same thing on my end. The audio clips a ton. Oh, so you um, had that same issue. Yes, and I noticed it's a it's a site or a app wide issue. Really? Okay. So it for me it wasn't unbearable, mm-hmm. but it it clipped like you would I would say every like three or two to three seconds it was like someone was talking. It's like hey I. Like pie, like it, it, you know, it would would clip in between. Mine was making like a, and that's the other thing. Yeah, there's a crackling, like like when our mics aren't working, type of noise. Yes, so that was tough for me. And then the game started freezing up, Mm -hmm. tons of latency. Yep, wasn't working. So I was like, okay. So I went back inside Mm because I was in my car. I was testing the cellular. I was like, I'll link up to Wi-Fi. Linked up to the Wi-Fi. I. I was playing a little bit better, a little mm-hmm. bit cleaner, but I probably only got like 10, 15 minutes before the audio went bad again and yep. it started freezing up. I had to relaunch the app like three times and I was playing a very non-taxing game. Okay, what were you playing? Goosebumps the game. Yeah, and that's a lot of just static images. It's literally point Which and click. I, I'll, I'll be honest, I don't know if actually like the taxing games would have an effect right. per se. I'm not sure either, but that was my thought too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but uh, no, that's a great test because uh, that's, I mean, that's one of the biggest reasons to do it is to right. is to be able to play while you're at work or on break or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and I think we're almost at that point, but I don't think Wi-Fi, at least public Wi-Fi mm-hmm. or like certain places, I don't think it's there just yet for it to run sure. perfectly. But even the fact that you got 10 to 15 minutes out of it. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, th- there are definitely some variables there. Like I was on a Wi-Fi that, you know, tons of people are connected to that Wi-Fi. Right. Um, so, so that could have something to do with it but it, it wasn't a, a thing where i was like all right i'm able to like definitely play on my lunch break every day or whatever but yeah. um it, it was cool to see that it could launch i'm hoping it gets better i'm wondering even with like new devices like i would love to try it on one of the new ipads or new iphones yeah um and see if that changes anything mm-hmm. but um but it's really cool like i said it, it was pretty exciting to launch it i i was a little bit bummed that i couldn't just like hook it up and play right but um, it was fun too because probably I talked about it on the podcast, but 
I mean, probably a couple months ago, I linked up my controller and played a couple mobile games, mm-hmm. which which I was stoked about. And to get that sort of play from like with the games I have in my Xbox, I, that I will be so amped if I can get that to work well oh, at some point. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, even like, yeah. Uh, did you notice any latency issues as far as like when it was working? It was mostly it would freeze and catch up. Okay. So it wasn't like if you press did you do controller? You brought I did, a controller? Yeah, yeah. Um so when you press up, it was like instant reaction or was it like a little For the most part it was instant react. Mm-hmm. When it was responding, it was responding as I was playing. Cool. Which was cool. Yeah. But then it would just lock up and then after like a minute or so, mm-hmm. it might free up again and you'd see like the cursor move. Yep. And then I was like, okay, we're back in. So latency wasn't a problem. I think it was just connectivity. Mm-hmm. Like it was responding on time when it was responding, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, that does. And uh, I think I'm with you. Like, I couldn't confidently say, oh, go do it, unless you're at home. I mm-hmm. think I think I'm going to try that tonight, I think. Yeah, like you said, with your bed, I think uh, I think that would be a great place to play it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, along those lines, yes. real quick, uh-huh. uh, Goosebumps the Game yes. is a game that I grabbed in a, a, a frenzy the other day looking through the... Uh, what they call it? I think it was like the Shocktober sale or of something course. like that. Um, Xbox just had a bunch of uh, horror games for sale and creepy games. And uh, the I spent a total of thirteen dollars. I bought wow. the Amnesia Collection, nice. which is I think three games, maybe. Uh, I think it's two. Two games. Mm-hmm. Um, the Amnesia Collection, Soma, um, Haunted Halloween '86, yes. that like NES style game. Yep. And this one, Goosebumps the game, mm-hmm. just because I don't know. Whenever I see Goosebumps, I'm like excited about it. You guys know we talk about Goosebumps. Yeah, Goosebumps a lot. is great. Yeah. So it's uh, I was playing it today, and uh, I started it last night actually. Mm-hmm. It's so, like, relaxing, and yeah. it it has like so you know what it is is I didn't I never played a lot of computer games okay okay but this one is just your uh, pretty standard like point and click mm-hmm. static images uh, a couple of interactive things but really not much yep um, but I love the sounds of like the menu and when you save it does a very classic sounding like. Like, it's just, there's something about it that I'm like, I I really like the background soundtrack, just Mm -hmm. reading through the story. I think it's like a three hour game. Like, it's not super long. Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't crazy long. I think the, the longer, the length of the game depends on it, how quickly you can solve puzzles. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Because I've played it too. Mm -hmm. Um, And I found, I found it to be very fun. It it harkens back to the uh, classic point and click adventures. Yeah. uh, Point and click adventure games, even to the point where you pick up a ton of stuff. Yeah. And more than half of it's useless. Really? Yeah. I was wondering about that. And that's the thing. You almost don't know what's useless and what is, but you know, a lot of older games would do that. Mm -hmm. And so it would add an extra layer of puzzles or an extra element where you're like, okay, does she need the jam or does she need this nail? And it's like, but then it's (laughs) neither and you need a third item. Right. So I I both love and hate that because you never know what's necessary and you don't know what works, but it's cool because it's realistic. Mm -hmm. You know, you're very much like if you were in that situation, you're going to pick up everything you can. Absolutely. You, you never know when it's going to be useful. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's fun because I, I am familiar with that, that style of game, mm-hmm. but I really haven't played a ton of them. And I, I mean, you know, I just love like analyzing and breaking everything down. And I'm like, it's so interesting how this plays yep. and this kind of game, this is a type of game that is so different. And this year in particular, I've just played so many different things from like uh, indie retro style mm-hmm. to, you know, first person horror, or third person horror, like all the standard stuff. We always play a 
bunch of like first person shooters every year. Yep. And this is one that like I was sitting down, I was like, oh, cool. This is a totally different thing that I've played in forever. Um, and it really does have its own appeal, like mm-hmm. just turning the page and being in a new environment and being, all right, what am I looking at here? Right. What's going on? Yeah. And it, it feels like probably because it is like a predecessor to something like Call of Thulu, mm-hmm. which we played this year. Cthulhu. Call of Cthulhu. It's probably how you say it. Yeah, that's really, that's the language. Call of I'm probably going to summon something because I said that three <laughs> I times. Um, <laughs> mirror, no! <laughs> um, you know, it feels like the predecessor to that where you walk into a room and your mm-hmm. only goal is to find everything, yes. you know? Um, but it's a little bit less... Uh, you're a little bit less anxious about it because you just have this one still frame yep. and you can only go left or right. And Did the uh, jump scare at the beginning get you? It got me a little bit. It got actually. me. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah, it definitely did because I was like, what am I looking at here? And yep. I thought you could just... No, no matter what option you pick there, you're going to get it, yes. which I kind of liked. And, um, I, yeah, I thought that was really cool. And so that's all. It's just fun and relaxing. And, and uh, what do you think of the Goosebumps-ness to it? Do you think, like... Do you like the references or do you think it's like hokey or weird? I like them so Mm -hmm. far. I I think it's really cool. There's, there've been a couple, um, like you find the shrunken head and there's a couple little things like that, that I really like. Did you meet, um, I think her, she's like an aunt or an old lady. Did you like have that interaction? Not yet. yet. I think I'm right there. I think it was about to get there. Yeah. It's like right when you get into the house. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm getting to my neighborhood right now. So I was about to go through like the tunnel. Yes. Um, but the tunnel looked really cool and the, my connection was messing up. So I was like, ah, I'm going to wait till later. Oh, so you, your experience was through the phone. Um, well, most of it was last night cause okay. I started it on like at home. Mm-hmm. Uh, but today that was the game that I was going to test with. So I only went through like a couple screens with that. Yeah. Um, the jump scare happened on the phone, which oh. was funny cause I was at work like in the break room yeah. and I was like, Ooh. like it kind of, it kind of got me <laughs> just a little. D- d- yeah. And yeah. I had like my AirPods in. Yeah. So it like, uh, it goes, <laughs> I was like, Oh, oh God. <laughs> you caught me. Yeah. So, uh, that's good. It's fun. If you're a Goosebumps fan, it's fun. Yeah. And, uh, it was $3. So you can't go wrong. Yeah. You can't go wrong, dude. So you mentioned Haunted 86. Sure did. I played that yesterday. Really? Yeah. So we played this game at PAX. We did. Probably uh, a couple of years ago? There's probably a full name for it. We keep calling it Haunted 86. I think it's Haunted Halloween 86. Is that it? I... I you're pro- I think we're right. It's one of those names that, for whatever reason, like I always have a hard time confidently saying. Yes. It's like, it's it's not it's not that it's a bad name. It's just hard to remember, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Um. Yeah, that's what it is. Haunted Halloween 86. Haunted Halloween 86. Yep. And so this game we played at PAX, and it's a NES-inspired... Um, oh, the Curse of Possum Hollow is see, the subtitle. I knew there was something. Yeah, yeah. Um, so this is inspired by, like, other beat-em-ups at the same time, you know, Ninja Turtles and stuff like yeah. that. Um, yeah. Ha- have you played it yet? Mm-mm. No. Okay. Um, it wasn't very good. Oh, no. It, and I don't know why. Did you beat it? Um, so I got through the first uh, first level. Yeah. Um, and I only say it wasn't very good because I can tell the rest of the game is going to be a lot similar. The same, yeah. Because um, I did do a bit of level two, just a little bit. Um, so it, the only issue is it's very hard to tell where you can land and where you can't. Mm-hmm. Um, that and that's, sounds infuriating. It, yes, because obviously if you fall in a hole, it's, it's a death. And yeah. I mean, it's generous with your health and your death. You start with five, uh, five lives, yeah. uh, and you can get hit four times with each character. Okay, and then the fifth hit will kill you. Yeah. Um. So you have two characters, and they each have different slots, and you can switch between them at will. That's right. Um. So it has a lot of modern stuff added in to make it cool. Which I remember is what we liked about it so much at PAX. Yeah, and maybe it's just the first level. Um. 
excuse me, but uh, it you're excused. <laughs> thanks. Um, it is. Uh, it's difficult, yeah. um, which I expect. It's an NES game, sure, um, but it also just seems um, unfair at times with with how the design is because uh, it's supposed it's to be very dark and like creepy and all that stuff. Um, but there's a part like midway through the first level where you're in this mine shaft, uh, and there are walls that you don't know you can punch, and there are holes you don't know are there. So oh. you just die a lot when you get to that point because you don't know what's going on. You just can't see anything. Yeah. And then following, there's a boss that is very not clear on how to hit it. Um, and that was also difficult, not impossible. Mm. I did eventually beat it. Um, and after you beat that, you get a password because it runs on passwords. No wow. checkpoints, no saves. Um, so, but you have to go through that big chunk of the first level. Uh, and it's, it's all fine. It's all, it's good to a degree. Yeah. But I'm nervous that it's going to continually keep screwing me over and making me restart from that, that password. So this makes me think that there's a, there's a fine line with these indie nostalgia driven throwback retro style games, Yes, (laughs) which is the way I will refer to them (laughs) from now (laughs) on, um, where yes, like bringing us back to that and making games in that style has its appeal and mm-hmm. um, its novelty. And I don't use that as a negative term because it's really awesome. Like yeah. we've played a lot of good ones. Mm-hmm. Um, like Celeste just got put on Game Pass. Yes. Yeah. So good. Oh. Um, but one of the things I think we don't miss about those games is the inability to progress in them or beat them. Yes. You know? So you kind of don't want to mimic the difficulty in that way, which maybe that sounds like a cop-out, like, as a player of games, but it's like, I don't really want to relive that. Right. It's the part of the, the those generations that we leave behind and we forgive because that was the time. Right. But now I don't feel like it should be as mu- uh, there as much. Yeah. Granted, I don't think it's fair that I say the game's bad because of that. No. It's yeah, not, that's fair. Yeah. It, it's not bad. I would just say there are some decisions that I don't agree with mm-hmm. um, as far as the password system. I don't think I get it, the novelty behind it, but it makes the game. And, you know, I was reading reviews and stuff and a lot of people had trouble getting past the first level. Mm. Uh, and then they faulted the game because it's like oh you can't beat the first level so it's not good like they they were just saying that if i can't even get past the first level it's not a good game and that's that's not the case sure i was just upset that um there were there were things we live in a time where if people are making these games i feel like they should make them the best they can be i guess well yeah i guess it's you know if you are actually having issues knowing what to do Mm -hmm. you know and that's not an a- that's not an element of the level. Yeah. Like it's not a puzzle. It's more of like I I don't have time to figure out what to do before I die. Mm-hmm. That's an issue. Like that'll that'll just r- kill the fun factor way too fast. Yeah, I think. Um, so it, that's un- that's unfortunate. I mean, there were so many elements about it that I liked, and I think yeah. we spoke with the developers there, and a lot of their vision behind it I thought was really really cool. Yeah. I I'm gonna say it, Brett. Mm-hmm. I think you'll really like it. You do? Mm-hmm. Okay. And I think maybe once I play it more, I'll like it more. Yeah. But just my first taste was not a great one. Yeah, which is unfortunate because we had so much fun with it at PAX. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, I mean, we'll see. It It is, it's funny because I feel like a lot of the, well, I'm, I'm, trying, to, I'm trying to think of what the majority of the retro style games we've played have been influenced by. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's, some, it feels sometimes somewhere between NES and Super Nintendo. Yeah, for sure. I think Super Nintendo is a great influence. Like yeah. One of the biggest ones. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that 16-bit style. Right. But um, this one feels, this is Nintendo. Like, this is NES era. Yeah. Yeah, they released it on a cart, on right. an NES cart. Did you buy that? I didn't. No. no, I thought you did for some reason. Um, all right. Well, 
you know? Sometimes you hit and sometimes you you miss. That's it. And you throw the baseball and it flats. Thank you. Thanks, Tim. Back to you. That's back to me. <laughs> uh, speaking of those throwback games, I have yes. one more that I need to bring up because... Definitely. We, um, we on our Instagram put out a little clippy nip that was... Actually, there was a part one and two asking each other if we were to... Tell someone to play a video game for the first time who had never played a game ever. Yes. What would you have them play? Yes. I have changed my answer. What was yours originally? I believe I went with Street Fighter ultimately. Mm-hmm. We talked about it for a little bit, but I was like probably a fighting game like Street Fighter. Yeah. And I think you said Dig Dug. Dig Dug. Yeah. yeah. Mine is now The Messenger. Oh. So I have, uh, I spent ultimately about 14, 15 hours on The Messenger and the DLC. I just mm-hmm. finished Picnic Panic. Um, Picnic Panic. And the game is so good. It is freaking good. And I, you know, I know we talked about it on the last episode, so I don't want to dwell too much. But the, the thing about it is you get to experience every aspect, like nearly every aspect of of retro gaming mm-hmm. in one game yep. with the the self-awareness comedy to make the sometimes annoying parts endearing and not annoying. Yes. Um, so, for instance, like the comedy in the discussions and having a, uh, I think we mentioned before, like a lengthy text box where it's like, man, that text box was way too long and that's written in the conversation, like things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but after playing the, uh, the DLC... Any of the old nostalgia bits that you didn't get in the main game, you get in that, like a surfing level and a a boxing level and all these different elements that I'm like, this is everything, but it's the most forgiving platformer I've ever played. Absolutely. There's no... You do have to get quick with the different abilities that you unlock. Mm -hmm. Um, And man, do they... Do they help? Because I went back and tried to do a couple achievements on a different save Mm -hmm. before um, all of the abilities are unlocked. And it's a nightmare after you're used to them. I was like, I can't do anything. I'm just, I'm so dumb. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But it's just, it's so, it's so forgiving. It doesn't have the frustration of playing a Mega Man um, where, you know, the platforming is just like next level difficult and enemy's going to knock you off a ledge. Like there are ways to get through these things. So I was playing it and and I finished the whole thing. The DLC was great. Mm -hmm. Um, And the comedy continues, the really cool elements um, of the, uh, the special thing you can do at the end when you accept the deal. Yes. Did you do that? Yep, yep. So funny. Like, <laughs> I loved that. Um, so the game just kept getting better and better, and I was like, this is the game I would tell people to play because mm-hmm. it has, like, references almost like... Um, uh, pays It pays homage to certain things from, like, specifically Donkey Kong Country. Yep. And, and like I said, that boxing level, I was like, this is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just had to call out the messenger again because the oh, game is so, so good. You can tell, A, the developers really loved all those types yep. of games, and they took all the best bits and just threw it all into yes. a game together. Everything is oh. there, and it felt so cool to, to, like, relive moments of other games and really feel like the... The, like you said, the it was like uh, the passion for older games yeah. and everything. Like I could be like, oh, this is just like that level from this game. And this is just like that level from this game. But it has so much of its own flair, too, mm-hmm. that it's just a good game in itself. Now, with that logic, do you think people shouldn't play it first because they won't get as many of the references? <sighs> like they might not have appreciate it as much if that makes sense i'm thinking like experientially if someone's like i really want to get into games but i'm bummed that i missed like the early days yeah i would be like this is the game for you and it is it's a good game where it's not 
I would say it's definitely challenging at it points is, for but, sure. But I think it's a it's a good balance. Like yeah. there was never any point except in the DLC. There the was the DLC. Oh, that totem boss. Oh, oh don't. <laughs> How many? So that one actually, I beat that in one sitting, dude. Uh, the DLC. Yeah. Um. So I got no, not the DLC. I'm sorry, just the totem boss. Like, okay. I died a few times. Yeah. But I beat it in a sitting. So that's I got to that point, and so I beat the game, mm-hmm. and then I started the DLC right after, yeah. and I got to the totem boss and died like. Four thousand times. I died so many times. I was like, okay, I'll go back to this. And yeah. it's been a year, and I haven't gone back. You to still it. have it? I haven't finished. The you DLC. haven't beaten it? I know. Oh my gosh! I hundred percent of the main game, and I was like, that's good. Let me do some of the DLC, and I just I got stuck on that. Dude, totem you don't boss. even have the DLC is like two hours long. I know it's short. I know. I know. You should beat that tonight. Uh, you just got to get him to blast the ground. Yep. Near himself. Uh huh. That's how you do it. Sure. I could show. You. I'll beat it tonight. Hey, I beat Slay Away. Yeah, Slay, Slay Away Slay Camp. Can't, oh. Sleepaway camp. Not sleep. Oh my god. No. So crazy. The <laughs> face. Do the face. Um, so the messenger's great. That yes. would be the game I would tell because you get to experience all the mechanics mm-hmm. of of re- it's all it's a love letter to retro games. Plus all it wrapped transforms up in into a different game halfway through. Yes, I know. That's what's so sick about it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I will say I put so many hours into it straight through. Yes. Like I was playing it every morning before work. I was mm-hmm. playing it at night, trying to get trying to progress until I'd get to um um uh, uh, I was gonna say level, like a, p- a portion of the map that I found like a little bit annoying. Yeah. So when I beat it, it did feel like, oh, good, oh, I can finally like relieve this game. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, because I mean, the, so there's a point after you like do the main half of the game or whatever, or the first half of the game. Yeah. There are these coins you had to collect, mm-hmm. uh, and I personally really thought the reward was helpful. Yeah. Um, did you like it? Do you think it was worth going? I did like it, uh, especially for a, pit, a particular boss later. Mm-hmm. Um, it, you get a lot of extra hits in with yeah. it. So, yeah. At um, least, I mean, double. Right. You know? So, uh, that's why I suggested to get the coins, because otherwise, I it, it wouldn't be impossible or anything. It's just, it's very powerful, and it's yeah. good what you get. So. I wanted the achievement, too. Yeah. Oh, there's an achievement? Yeah. See, I did on the Switch, so no achievements. Oh, no! Me. I know! <laughs> Maybe that's why I wasn't uh, uh, motivated enough yeah. to finish the DLC. You could easily 100% it on oh, Xbox, too. Yeah. Um, I kind of wish I read some of the achievements prior to starting the game. Yeah, I don't um, know. I'm not familiar with the achievements. So yeah. They're just like, beat this boss without dying or um, something. A yeah. lot of it's uh, progression. Some of it's um, uh, uh, conversation-based. So oh. you can trigger certain conversations by like annoying the shopkeeper and stuff like that. Oh, that's so, cool. Um, and then collecting things. Yeah, so, mm-hmm. so, 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 so. Yep. Well, I'm glad you finished it. Oh, man, so good. I can't believe I finished it and you didn't finish it. I finished it's it. crazy. Just, you didn't finish it. The DLC doesn't count. You finish, oh, it counts. Hey, that'll lead into my next conversation. Which is? DLC for games. Yeah. Uh, it was very fitting, actually. So Doom Eternal yep. came out with a new DLC. It the did. Ancient did. Gods, oh. part one. Wow. I don't know. Um, so this DLC made made my overall liking of Doom go down just a little bit. This has been happening to you a lot. Uh, what? Where Thanks. like you like a game, yeah. and then you're like, you do something new with it, and you're yeah. like, you know what? I thought I liked this game. I just, I realized I just like my one playthrough with it. Yeah. I don't want anything more. Yeah. Once I'm finished, I'm finished. Done. Because it, it, it almost feels like too much. Yeah. Um, so this Doom... enough is too much. <laughs> <laughs> I can't not. Sorry. No, it's fine. That's it our was... new forty pizzas it's... in the last thirty days. <laughs> I, I'm glad <laughs> forty pizzas died, but it died gracefully. Yeah. So yeah. now we have enough is too much. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um. So this DLC, for whatever reason, it does. I mean, it it takes place after the main game. Okay. So it continues the story. It um, does. So it's campaign. Yes. I couldn't really figure out what it was. Yeah, it's a campaign expansion. It, it okay. it's three levels. 
Um, okay. Each level is probably almost double the length of any other level. Like, the first level took me two and a half hours to beat. Good Lord. It was stupid long. Yeah, I don't love that. Um, it's The thing with Doom is the gameplay is amazing, mm-hmm. and that's why you're there. But when you're going through two and a half hours straight of pure madness of gameplay... Um, it almost it becomes too much. Yeah, yeah <laughs> enough yeah. is too much. Enough is too much. It it it's it, be- it begins to get stale, I guess. Yeah. And there's only so many variations of enemies you can have when yeah when you're you're playing so much of a game. Sure. And I think that's where it started to fall apart for me because they I feel like the developers got to the point they're they're like we really can't design any new creatures. Granted, there are three new enemies, um, which is cool, but they're like, we can't design scenarios where they haven't seen it before. Mm. So instead of making things feel new or fresh, we're just going to double the amount of everybody and make it ten times harder. It's just more, yeah. So the DLC, instead of it being like challenging because there are new enemies and there are new like, struggles, yeah. they just like... They make the encounters longer, and the enemies they throw at you are much more ridiculous. Which, to your point, if you've already had... I mean, the core experience of the game. Yeah, Doom Eternal. I mean, it was uh, sixteen or so hours, maybe a little more, a little less. You don't less. need more of the same at that point. I, I, and maybe it's me. I, I definitely could say it, it might be me. Just like once I finish a game, it's out of my mind. I had my experience. That's mm-hmm. my impression. So to go back and do stuff mm-hmm. kind of pulls away from it. I do. Yeah, I empathize with that. that mm-hmm. I mean, I'm I'm exactly the same way. I I look at the DLC and it's uh it's this uh. uh forgive the potential misuse of this, but it's the dichotomy of being a completionist Mm -hmm. and being like, oh, there's DLC, I have to play it. Yeah. And um, wanting to be done with it. Yes. It's those two things at odds with each other. Even with the the Messenger DLC, I was like, sick, I'm done. I was at like 12, 13 hours. Mm -hmm. And then I went in the shop and it was like, oh, there's DLC for it. Now, I have been able to stop myself from purchasing DLC if it's a Game Pass game. For some reason, mentally, in my brain... Because you don't... You'll have the DLC, but not the game, eventually. Um, Right, exactly. I didn't Mm -hmm. even think about it like that, but that even more solidifies my decision. (laughs) But I'm like, I didn't have to pay for the game more than my Game Pass uh, subscription. So I was like, oh, maybe I'll do the DLC. Then it says it's free. Of course. It's free DLC for the messenger. And I was like, there goes my excuse. I have to play it. You have to. And there was a part of me that was like, I don't want to, yeah. you know? And But I, I did have a lot of fun with it. But to, to your point with Doom, it's very, if it's just the same mm-hmm. and it's that long, there's a, I think, I think I want a DLC to be... This is stupid if you're paying for it, but yeah. I want it to be like maximum three, four hours. Yeah, I, I want it to be a, a short experience. Mm-hmm. And um, there are some, which I, I've been playing another DLC that I'll talk about in a minute, but um, there are some that expand the story where yeah. it's worth paying for, mm-hmm. um, but they also do a lot of new things and fresh things. Yeah. And and I like the DLCs that feel necessary to complete it. Yeah. Um, like Dead Space, I believe it was 3, had the Severed DLC, yeah. which continues a little bit after 3, okay. um, or during 3, but then goes after. Like, But it, what it does is it finishes the story. It, yeah. it cuts it off, and it's great. It kind of stinks that you have to pay for this completed portion of the story. Sure, yeah, But yeah. to me, it felt rewarding enough that my purchase was justified. It was worth it, yeah. Um, so with Doom, it just... Doom's never been great with story, mm. and the story with this is like, 
it's a doom story. You can just kind of throw right. it out of there. Yeah. You're like, okay, the devil, Satan, whatever. Yeah. He's showing up. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it, and I don't know because there were a lot of parts that were cool mm. and fun and creative and original. Um, but yeah, by the end of it, I was like, I'm just so mad at the developers for making me go through this. <laughs> through with this. Do you feel like if these chapters were just in the main game, it would have taken away from your overall game experience or you would have just accepted it as part of the I, game? I would have liked it more, I think. Yeah. Like, like these feel like bonus missions after you beat the main game and they're like if you want to continue the story you just be prepared this is super hard doom yeah and and so i beat the whole original campaign i started it on hard um and it got too hard so i dropped it to normal this one i started on normal and it was too difficult i dropped it to easy really and it was still tricky on easy wow um and so i don't know i don't know if that's me sucking at the game or if it's like it just been fatigue it could have been that too. I mean, I did fine on normal, but it wasn't fun on normal. Well, see, I think fatigue sets in with games like that because mm-hmm. I get impatient. So mm-hmm. I just start trying to rush through them and yep. then I get crushed because I'm like, I'm not being strategic about my kills or right. anything. You just, I'm just you, like, because you've done all that. And then let's say you yeah. die and go back like 10 minutes to a checkpoint. You're like, I'm not going to try to blast or whatever. It. Right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So um, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I will say you had to pay for that, right? Yeah. So that'll keep me from playing it. Yeah, you don't, you don't have to pay for it. <laughs> I was playing on Game Pass. Yep. And, um, yeah, and it's not necessary. Like, you can finish the Doom campaign, and the story itself isn't nece- necessary. Right, right. Um, it's cool, and it, it does continue after the events, but, mm. like, the Doom story is kind of all weak at, to begin with anyway, yeah. so it's not like you're missing out on anything. Hmm. Yeah. Um, but on the other side of that coin, yeah. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, yeah. I think I've talked about before on you here, have, but, for sure. uh, dude, Love that game so much. It's on much. sale right now. I think for like fifteen dollars. Everyone go buy it twice then. Yeah. Give it to a friend. Yeah. It's oh, I love that game so much. You should buy me a copy. Uh I will. Sure. You don't have to. It's the best. You don't have to. Uh Christmas right around the corner. I need the uh Resident Evil seven DLC first. First you gotta play Resident Evil Seven. Don't get the DLC until you play it. <laughs> you know what? That's entirely fair. Yeah, you know, it's <laughs> <laughs> that goes on sale a lot though. The season pass was on sale. Yeah, I saw the that Halloween sale, but I saw that. Um, so Assassin's Creed Odyssey, I played through the game 63 or so hours. Damn. Uh, and that was a full, complete experience. Yeah. I was like, I'm satisfied. So I I even, it's funny. So when I bought the game, I got the season pass with it because I was like, I I hope I like this game. And if I do, then the season pass is great. Yeah. And that gave me um, six DLCs. Well, a little more than six, but six big DLCs that are like expansion to the story. Um, and I didn't play any of them after I beat the game. I finished the oh. game and I was like, I'm good. Those aren't included in your 63 hours? No. Wow. Yeah, so those are all separate things. So each one is like four or so hours yeah, of yeah. missions and stuff. So they're th- they're each three parts. So the six of them, they're split. There's two big DLCs split into three parts each. Mm-hmm. One is The Fate of Atlantis, and the other one is Legacy of the First Blade. Of course. Um. So uh, the other day, I was looking through my games, and uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey takes up 100 gigabytes on my Xbox. <laughs> So I was like, okay, why am I keeping this? And then I looked through and I was like, oh yeah, the DLCs. Yeah. So I popped it in. Yep. Um, so this is like two days ago. Two days ago. Two days ago. <laughs> this is like. <laughs> so I popped it in. Yeah. Totally sucked right back in. Started really? with the DLC and I was like, this is great. I'm, I'm so, back. I'm so happy to be back home. <laughs> I was I was so happy and it felt so good to see the characters yeah, and yeah. play the game. And that was DLC that I was very enjoy- enjoyable. Yeah, that's great. cool. So I finished the third part. I did the Legacy of the First Blade, and I finished the third part, completing that set of DLC. Okay. And so I have the other three set of DLCs to go. 
And so this took me to 73 hours. That's what I'm at now. Oh, wow. So today I made the decision to delete the game and not play that DLC. Really? I don't know if I'll ever go back to it, but I am 100% satisfied with my playthrough. But... But why don't you want to finish it? I just because I'm I'm nervous I'm gonna get Doom fatigue and hate the game. Really? Because Doom so I did the Doom DLC yeah. and then went right into the Assassin's Creed DLC. Yeah. And these were both games I played, you know, a kind of around the same time, both this year, mm. speaking of half. Uh <laughs> both played them, loved them. They were some of my favorite games this year. And Doom, I did the DLC and I liked my overall like my memory of Doom now is a little less happy yeah. than it was originally. Right. So Assassin's Creed, that DLC was great. Doesn't that tell you you should finish it? It does, but at the same time, I was so satisfied with finishing that DLC that I started the next one, and I was like, I can't go through another, because I looked it up, it's another like 15 hours a game. That's a lot. And I'm like, even if the story's necessary, because the story for this one was great, um, and this one I feel like is also pretty big as far as like the whole story. Sure. I just I can't. I'm too nervous. I'm gonna I'm gonna not like the game as much. That's that's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of hours, and I, I don't feel bad about it. Though. Did I, you delete it? I did. Hey, if you feel comfortable with it, that, so this is what I did with the messenger. Yep. I have five achievements or five or seven achievements left. Mm-hmm. All of them I know are attainable. Mm-hmm. If I did another playthrough, it would probably take me another five hours to get through everything. But I know that I could achieve them. Yes. But there were a couple that I was like, this one's going to take me a long time. Mm-hmm. I'm because of that one, I know I'm not going to complete all of them mm-hmm. just because it would take me too long. Right. It wasn't worth the investment. Yeah. And so I made the decision. I was like, I'm just because I can't do all of them, yep. I'm not going to take the time to start another playthrough. And I deleted it. That's, I think that's totally fair. If you can get to a place where you're comfortable with your playthrough. My, I was satisfied hitting, yeah. I was doing one of the DLCs. And I mean, in a sense, I wasted money because I'm, I, I don't know if I'll ever play those DLCs. Maybe I'll go back. Yeah. But I'm doing a lot of like cleaning house because the new consoles are coming out. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to like finish off these big games and like just just close the chapter close on this generation. Chapter, yeah. Granted, I'll never be there. There's still a ton of games I yeah, do. Yeah, right, right. Um. So I don't know. A- and I- I'm I'm perplexed, but I'm also very happy that I made that decision. Yeah. Because I I satisfied my craving to delete the game. Sure. I played a huge another huge chunk of the DLC. Yep. Got a, a second wind in the game, and I'm satisfied with the whole adventure. If you're cool with it, I can't judge that. What would you do? Would you finish the DLC? I would probably... I don't think my OCD would let me delete it. Mm-hmm. But it depends. I mean, because it is a mental thing. If I got to the point where you're at, I might be comfortable with it. But I also think I would be kind of annoyed that there's still more. Yes. I think there is a part of me that would be like, ah, enough is too much. <laughs> I have to finish it. But I do believe that's the kind of thing where it's just more game. Mm-hmm. I would be like, oh, come on, man. Like, I, I have to play through it. I might take a break. Mm-hmm. You'll remember in years past, I couldn't even get myself to be playing multiple games at a time. I can do that now. Yes. I've unlocked that You've acquired the skill. Yeah, I've acquired <laughs> that skill. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think I'd probably have to play through it. But mm-hmm. I get where you're at. If you're If you're mentally okay with it, the deed is done. The deed is done. Because I did the main story yeah. as much as I could, more yeah. than most people, That's I think. Yeah. Um, but I just I closed the door. That's it. I'm proud of you, Tim. Thank you. I'm proud of you. I have one more game to talk about. Sure. Agony. You got it? Oh, I got it. Oh, you've had it, right? I've had it. You got it for like a dollar. Yeah, I have it on the Switch. So you played it? Yeah. Play it's a word. It's more like I... 
I suffered through. Suffered through. That's exactly what the words. I wish I said it at the same time. No, you had it, but it would have been a great podcast podcast moment. moment. That's um <laughs> did you get the voodoo mask in the messenger DLC? No. Oh my gosh, it's so funny. The voodoo mask. Yeah. No. It's in the it's yeah, it's in Picnic Panic. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Okay. It won't land. Sorry about that. Y'all have to tell me about and it. And we're back. And I'll tell you after. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I, I, it was on my list this week. I was like, I need to start this game. Yeah. It can't be as bad as everyone said. Yeah. It can't be a two out of 10. Right. Every, all the reviews, two right. out of 10, three out of 10, terrible. I always have a hard time believing that too. I just, I want to give it a chance. Yeah. And, and the trailers, the initial like concept art and the gameplay and all that stuff, it yeah. looks grotesque yeah. and cool. Shocking. And, yes, yeah. exactly that. Holy crap, what a hot piece of garbage. Really? I can't believe they released that game. Oh my god. In the state dude. it is. It's abysmal. It's so bad. I can't even explain to you all the bad things. I mean, the things I read. Yes. Way too dark. That biggest issue. I cannot for the life of me tell what's going on. And I turned up the brightness almost to max just so I could see. That is so sad. But all the textures and everything are so like meshed together. Yeah. And there's a lot of reds and browns. And you're in hell. Yeah. But it looks like you're in someone's stomach the whole time. It's just like <laughs> meat walls. It's like that. <laughs> meat walls. <laughs> like in uh, Gears of War when you're yeah. going through the worm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and, but it doesn't, nothing looks good. Yeah. It's so low quality. Like it feels like when you set your, if you're playing on PC, you set yeah. everything down to the lowest possible settings. Yeah. Um, on top of that, the game runs like garbage. Like really? every 10 steps you're stuttering and the frames will drop with anything you do. Wow. Um, you have wow. conversations Man, with people. Oh, what? Oh, you did sorry. the little. Yeah, that was me. I'm sorry. Come on, bro. I know better. I know. Uh, you'll have conversations with people and their mouths will move, but it'll be like, it'll be like, my, 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 like they just, they put no effort into this it, game. Probably to me, some of the gameplay I saw looked like initially it looked really good mm -hmm. but then some of the actual gameplay footage was coming out and it looked like a garbage pc which game. i don't like know what happened game. Yeah. i, I want to see a youtube video or at least the story of what happened because i feel like they just somehow got away with marketing it as like this insane like over the top shocking piece of survival horror mm -hmm. and there's no actual love into the gameplay That's like exactly that it's just visuals that like what about the demon things? Like, how do they look? Just, just whatever. They're just whatever. Like, 90% of the time, you can't even see what's happening. You know, wow. you can't even, like... So, they, there are cool things. Like, conceptually, I think this game could have been really cool. Sure, yeah. You know, like, even the initial part, you have to find hearts. And so, they, there's these people strung up on walls, and you can just reach right into their chest and pull out the heart. Crazy. It looks awful, but once again, conceptually, it's cool. Yeah. It, in concept, like, reaching in and stealing the hearts. And that's, a that's a like, a, what's the word? An item. You keep it in your pocket. Mm. Um, so, you have to go find a couple hearts. Um, and you also, you have this torch with you and you can burn a lot of things. Yeah. And sometimes there are people being tortured and you, there's like a moral thing and you can either kill them or not. Yeah. Um, and I don't know which is good or bad in this case, but, um, so there are things there that are cool, mm -hmm. but it's all wrapped in the most horrific package possible. Oh, that sucks. Um, and I don't know. So I, I was like, okay, if this game's like four to six hours, I might tough it out. Yeah. It's 12, 12 or so hours. There's no way I can play this. So game. you're done. Just calling it. I, I'm. I might try it one more time because I finished the first level and it took yeah. me about like thirty-ish minutes or so. So now wow. I'm in this meat maze, being chased by this monster. Sounds awful. Um, and I'm gonna. But it's so bad. It's like I couldn't suggest it to anybody. Couldn't. It's not even Dude, worth. I think this game is like the biggest, biggest flop mm -hmm. I've seen 
since like uh, it wasn't a total flop, but I know No Man's Sky didn't reach the expectations that it that it had set for yeah. itself, and especially in like there's the horror realm. Typically, if a game gets as much press and anticipation as this game did, mm-hmm. it it has something to show for itself. Right. Um, but because I remember I was, you know, you know, I'm always looking up like lists of upcoming horror games and stuff like that. And just the hype around this game because of its, I mean, what? Because the demons had boobs? Like, <laughs> yes. is that like what the whole... <laughs> Everyone's naked. The, the, no one has clothes. Yeah, so you, that, see, you yeah. see everything. Yeah. And nothing says hell like nudity. Nothing. And so, I don't know. I mean, I would say... To me, everything I've seen about the game, and it bummed me out because I don't know what it is about like horror games, but mm-hmm. I just always want, I'm like, okay, how are they going to push the envelope? Like, yeah. who's going to reach that Silent Hill level of terror? Right. Where's the next uh, PT? Where's yeah. the next, you know? Because you're always waiting. There are a ton of good ones out there. So many. Um, um, but it's I, it's so sad when one ends up the way Agony Right. Does. And, and I guess like this one is just going to get buried and it's unfortunate. But I think if you are interested in this game, you should play Doom and Dante's Inferno. You should play anything else. (laughs) Anything else. I think the only thing that will save this game is Sonic Music. I will say, if I was playing Agony and there's a corner of hell where Sonic music is just playing, I would just be like, all right, you know, I'm in. I'll give it some points. 10 out of 10. (laughs) That's awesome. Dude, there would be no corner of hell that has Sonic music. (laughs) No. That's what happens when you go to Heaven's Gate. Yep. Whoever's waiting there. Who's at the door at the Heaven? Do you know who's waiting for you? Sonic. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, dude. You're too cool. Too cool. Welcome to heaven. Come on in. What's your song of choice? Is he a chili dog? <laughs> Dude, that's good to know. That is good, you know. And then if you go to hell, to. uh, what's the opposite of Sonic? Eggman? Eggman? I don't know. Eggman feels like the like there are villains way more villainy way than more. him <laughs> like... to be guarding the gates of hell. <laughs> yeah, I don't I think don't he know. he belongs there. I feel bad for I'm like, all right, dude, like you did some like evil robot stuff. Yeah, but, but like all you did was turn animals into robots. Yeah, right. You're exactly. no worse than me. Right. I think you can, you know, hang out with Sonic and yeah. stuff, you know. Anyways, Agony sucks. Yeah, please. Did you end up getting it in that I, I was so close mm-hmm. just because I think, you know, like you, I couldn't believe how terrible the reviews were. Mm-hmm. So I was like, maybe because of its hype, people were disappointed. I'm a little bit easier to please, you know. Yeah. Um, but also the collector mentality, like I just want every horror game. So mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, I should probably have this. I wonder if it ever had a physical release. I didn't look into That's it. I think it did actually. Yeah. Um, so there's a part of me that like, if I could find the physical mm-hmm. release for like 10 bucks, I think it might be $5 really? right now. I might, I might grab that just to have it as yeah. the piece of history. That's like, this game was supposed to be great. I have one game over there. Where is it? Left Alive. Yeah. Uh, it was this, I think it came out last year. Yeah. Uh, the worst game like of the year. That's not the one where you play as the deaf character. No, that one is the, the silent man. Silent man. I think. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Um, okay. But no, so left eye, and I only got it because I think in the future it's going to be worth a little bit more because of how bad it's it so was. So garbage. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but it's like the the cover art's done by the Metal Gear art, uh, Metal Gear Solid artist. Whoa. So it has like a Metal Gear style cover. Uh, and the game itself is part of a popular franchise, the Armored Core. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. Franchise, I think. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so it, it had every reason to be good, and it yeah, was just terrible, just ab- not abysmal. So I haven't played it. I don't know if it's actually like as bad as everyone says, but if Agony is anything to go by, <laughs> I got to believe the reviews. You got to trust some of the reviewers. <laughs> yeah, man, that's that's a real bummer. I don't mm-hmm. know if... Uh, I don't know who the developers were, if this was like their first big project. Yeah. Um, but maybe, you know, maybe they'll learn some stuff from it and, and put out something else. And mm-hmm. I, I did find out, speaking of horror games with uh, uh, big uh, big anticipation, yes. that the Bloober team's The Medium will be on Game Pass in December. Which is so exciting. I cannot wait to play that game. And that's on Xbox One, right? Not the Series X? Uh, it's available I, on all consoles? So that's a good question, because I did see available for Game Pass December, whatever. It's yeah. like mid-December. But then I did see another ad that was for the game coming out on the new Xbox. Yeah. What is it? Series Series X. Okay. I will never not question what I'm saying because the, the names are so confusing ridiculous. for Xbox. <laughs> uh, but but so I'm not 100% sure about that. I guess I'll be a little bit bummed if it's not on all consoles, but I think it'll be, I think you'll be able to play it. Yeah. I mean, so with PlayStation, I know there's some console, PlayStation 5, there's some console exclusives. Yeah. Um, like Demon's Souls, the remake. Yes. PS5 only. Sure. Um, And I, that's really the only one I can think of off yeah. the top of my head. But uh, maybe, uh, what's the other one? Bug Snacks? Don't worry about it. It's a weird game. Bug snacks. Bug snacks. But I know one of the one of the big things with the Xbox Series X is they wanted people who had the older Xboxes to not feel left out, and they wanted to make it one big ecosystem. Mm. So whatever comes out on the Series X comes out on the uh, Xbox X or One X, and then the original. Yeah, yeah. And it'll unanimously be uh, available on all systems. That's cool. But I don't know. I imagine at some point they're going to transition where it's only the new games will be available on the new Xbox. Sure. Yeah. And so the medium. I just I don't know much about it because it, it would be great if we could get it on our on our current Xbox. I, I imagine that's going to be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, they've already had. I mean, Layers of Fear was was Layers of Fear a game with gold? I think so. Okay, uh, Blair Witch is still on Game Pass. Yep. So um, and I'm I'm I have a very soft spot for Bluebird Team. I've loved everything I've played by them. So you loved Blair Witch? I did. I loved Blair Witch. It I, was fine. I didn't like the whole effigy thing though. Where they didn't tell you, like, you get the good or bad ending depending on if you broke. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that element was a little bit annoying. Because um, you go through the whole game expecting a certain ending, and yes. then you get to the end, and you're like, you but, suck. Well, it depended. Right. Right? There, I well, I think correctly? there were some decisions you could make, but there, right off the bat, there's a whole playthrough where you have to not destroy those. That's right. And I right, think you get right. the best ending with that. Right. I think. I could be wrong. Maybe you get the worst ending or right. something. Right. I do remember there was something a little bit like, ah, how am I supposed to know? Right. Because yeah. they give you one right in front of your face, and it's right. like a tutorial that pops up, yada, yada. So. 100%. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, their games are good. Um, Observer was another one. Yes. And yes. that one I haven't played yet. Yeah, that one's good. I yeah. like that one. Cool. I'm excited about it. Um, the medium looks amazing. If you guys aren't familiar it's basically um i actually forgot until right now but it's getting a lot of comparisons to what the silent hill the the unreleased silent hills game would have been um all the way down to having akira yamaoka who did all the silent hill soundtracks doing the soundtrack for this game nice um which i don't know what he's done since silent hill actually like i know he composes billions of dollars from the soundtrack oh i'm sure (laughs) yeah like i'm sure he does really really well and i know he has other projects that Mm -hmm. he does but as far as like a full game soundtrack i can't wait because i straight up listened to the silent hill soundtrack so um i'm amped about the silent hill soundtrack i have uh, them on vinyl 
Yeah. They're so unsettling. Yeah. Like you get like the really good pieces. Yes. But then you get like the ambient background noises. Oh, dude. It's not a good CD to listen through. It's so scary. <laughs> it's uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I Yeah. But it's good. Are, it's good music. He's so good with like atmospheres. Yeah. And it's great. Um, so super stoked about the medium. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm super stoked about the medium. Yeah. That's uh, all I had in games. I have to take you <gasps> on a journey. Oh. To books and comics. Let's go read. Have you read anything good lately? Big fan of that <laughs> that little tag you just put in there. <laughs> That's the transition. Uh, so I have to talk about this. It's very timely. Yep. I read it this morning. Uh huh. I've officially acquired a copy of oh. the Last Ronin. Oh, I forgot that was coming out. Oh, it's out, dude. It how got is delayed. it? So it is great. Do There's you know one which issue. turtle it is? I will say... You don't have to spoil it or anything. Right. Go ahead. I was trying to figure out whether or not I should even say if they tell you in the first issue. Okay. You can tell me off podcast then. Okay. Because I don't mind knowing myself. Because it is going to be multiple issues. Right. Right. And a big anticipation about... Now, for anyone who's unfamiliar, this is a Ninja Turtles story... Um, written by the original creators years and years and years ago, like shortly after the uh, the uh, what's the word original run? Yeah, the, the I was gonna say what's the thing where you think up a thing? Is it conception of Fra- yeah conception, or is that like when someone gets pregnant? Both. Okay. Uh, <laughs> shortly after the creation of the turtles themselves, Went safe Brett. Shortly after the birth. <laughs> The canal. <laughs> what are we talking about? Shortly after the conception of the turtles and um, the initial release of the book, the birth canal, <laughs> they uh, came up with this concept of the last Ronin, mm-hmm. and it takes place far in the future. Uh, three of the turtles have. This is the the foundation of the story. I'm not spoiling anything, but three of the turtles have uh, died, <gasps> and there's only one left. <gasps> And you do not know which turtle it is. And that is so cool. Which is so cool. And I will just say this. They strongly play on the fact, like, clearly, obviously, it's intentional. They they toy with you throughout the book. They utilize that in the writing, for sure. Um, So it is... It's... So great! I, only the first the first issue was eight ninety nine. It's a it's a uh, a thicker is it, issue. Is it a book? Yeah, it's like one of those taller. Uh, it's not hardcover, but you graphic know, it's novel. A, yeah, it, yeah, it's closer to that. It's like one of the annuals. If anyone's ever read any of the turtles annuals, they're mm-hmm. a little bit thicker. Um, it's oh. an amazing. Uh, it's everything I want it to be. And there are because it takes place in the future. You get these characters that you didn't even know you wanted, mm-hmm. and there's an element of the turtle interacting with his brothers um, and and going over the history. And I know very you don't get a ton about what's happening yet mm-hmm. um, or or what had happened. I guess I should say. Um, but it is very, very well done. It's everything you want in a in a turtles post apocalyptic story. I was super amped on it. It is, um, you know, like I said, it, it's very much written to play on your your curiosities of right. like who am I dealing with, and we've talked about it before about how all of the images that came out were so cool because you just see this one turtle and a black mask holding all the weapons. So there's just no way to know. And so as a fan, as you're reading it, you're trying to figure out like, 
the oh, would Mikey talk like that? I don't know. Sounds like that's something Raph would say. But the way he analyzed this is like a Leo thing, mm-hmm. and that's that's language that Donnie would use with the text up. Oh. So they really play with that, and it's it's just so good. And I'm so happy that it's finally out. It got delayed a couple months. Yeah, because I remember when we talked about it. Wasn't it like June? That's or, what I have July? in my head. I think it was June or July. It was supposed to come out. Yeah. Um, got pushed back to uh, last month. So. Jeez. Um. Yeah. um what was I going to say? Uh, crap, I lost my train of thought. Uh, oh, the art. So who does the art? Anybody specific like or significant? So Eastman did all the layouts. Okay. Uh, which is super sick. Let me see if I can pull up the full list of... Because it's... Because uh, um, I was curious if it if it had the same style as the Turtles back in the day or yeah. if it like, looks more like the modern It comics. does. So it has, it has Eastman and Laird's art all over it. Mm-hmm. There are something like 30 to 40 variant covers... At this point, no way of this one, yeah, no, Dude, at nine bucks a piece. Screw that, yeah, because I, I know you went for the Power Rangers one. There's no way. Done. Plus, this is like I've heard. Usually, I don't hear a lot about comics when mm-hmm. new ones come out. I've heard a lot about this. Yeah, I forgot it was coming out, but I remember people being excited about it. Oh, and the variant. So, did you get like the main cover? I got, you... yeah, I got the standard cover, yep. main cover, which is one you'll see with the turtle. Like, whoa, got a text message. <laughs> uh, with we the... were captured. <laughs> the turtle looking away and like the red sun in the yeah. background, oh, um, which I be- I believe it's an Eastman cover. Mm-hmm. Um, so let me see. It lists everyone. Yeah, so uh, Kevin Eastman yep. and uh, Peter Laird, the original creators, they they did the whole story layout. Mm-hmm. Um, Kevin Eastman did the... He's listed as an artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tom Waltz is also listed as a writer, which I believe he wrote on a large part of the current ongoing as well. Mm-hmm. So it's part of that team. And then, uh, let's see, two other artists listed... Oh, is this for the cover, actually? Uh, I could be mispronouncing this, but uh, Esau Escorza and Isaac Escorza. Mm-hmm. Um, they might be cover artists, I'm not sure, or maybe anchors. Uh, but it does have that feel of the original Turtles. There's even what's so cool, and I because I don't know, there's a line that is uh, directly derivative of the, uh, the very first issue of uh, Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if that's because they wrote it back then yeah. or if they're just referencing it now. And I, I just love that it's a story that's that old. Yeah. Um, and, and you know, it was written that long ago, and it might be left over from when they, you know, they might have just written the first couple issues mm-hmm. or even just the first issue, and they were referencing a line from it. But now it feels so much more impactful now because oh, I read the line, and I was like, oh, I remember reading that yeah. in the first issue. <laughs> it's so sick. That's so exciting. Yeah, so I'm, I'm amped on it. Um, I believe, too, uh, I haven't heard anything about it for a minute, but I believe Netflix or someone is... Uh, developing a show no it was something like nbc or something yeah it was really bizarre because i think we when we talked about it that's, yeah that was the news at the time and i, I think you're right nbc mm-hmm. some bizarre like no one has the rights like, why did they network get it? like that is and then i think it's a live action mm-hmm. adaptation of the last ronin so i don't know what that's going to be like but i'm very very excited um to to finally have this in my hands mm-hmm. and i freaking love turtles oh Real good. High recommend. Dude, that's recommend. great to hear. I'm glad yeah. it finally came out. So good. I could let you borrow it oh. if you want. Oh, I'm gonna. But you can't touch it. I'm not gonna ask you. Okay. I'm just gonna last Ronin it away. Because I have it, Uh huh. I also want to go into... Here's the thing. <laughs> I was trying to just transition into music, Uh huh. but I realized that saying because I have it sounded like I was talking about the comic. Yeah. So the transition really wasn't gonna work out. Okay. So this is a better transition. 
Yeah, because I just feel like everything's out there now. We're all on the same page. Okay, as long as we're all aware, we're, we're going into a different category. What are you listening to? The reason I wanted to be here. Wicka, wicka, wicka in music. Wow. I love all your like made-up transitions. Yeah, I just like to do it. I know you do, Tyler. Like- and I'm happy for you. <laughs> Is uh, I I've have some current things I've been listening to, so I was like, you know what? We don't visit music a lot, and I've said this before. I have a hard time with music because I don't I don't have like a layout in my brain for how to review or suggest music mm-hmm. because I just listen to such a wide variety of things, mm-hmm. and I will show them to the people that I expect to like those same things. Right? You know what I mean? You're um, like you're like the you have the grand knowledge of all music, the grand knowledge, and you know what music other people like. Mm but you don't know how to share all the music with all the people. Yeah, or to recommend, like... And I I guess it's the kind of thing where... I guess we do it with movies, too, like, if you like this kind of thing. Yeah. But I have uh, been... I've recently listened to uh, two things that are very... They just came out. Oh, so Big Chungus 2. Big Chungus 2. Right, I love that song. Right. The Return of Chungus. (laughs) Bigger Chungus. Actually, funny... And then, uh, ha blah, blah, the dog one. Okay. I forgot. Uh-huh. Bah. Bah. Ha. <laughs> I can't. Well, you got to do it. I want to do a reaction video to that. Oh, that'll be good. Uh, so, first one. Yes. Also, we're going to have a strong, like, we're going, we're going from one end to the other with okay. these two. Okay. Yeah. Big Rob Zombie fan. Uh-huh. Right? And, uh, uh, funny enough, you mentioned silly names. Yes. Not silly, but I'm a big fan <laughs> Of Rob Zombie's titles. Uh-huh. So he released a single called The Triumph of King Freak, a crypt of preservation. And it's slowly scrolling. Oh, I was like, yeah. <laughs> a crypt of preservation and superstition. That's all of it. Wow. That's right? a full name. That's a full name. That's what he does. And now the upcoming album title. Yes. Hang on a second. Hang on a second. Supercalifragilisticexpialidocious. M I S S I S S I P P I. <laughs> oh, you say that weird. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. That's how you say that? Yeah, that's how I remember it. I did it M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-P-I. Wow, I don't like yours. So I don't like yours. Yours is too, there's no rhythm. Yours is wrong. Mine's a music. So the upcoming album title is... Mine's a music. Let's go back to that. Mine's a music. Mine's a music. Let's rewind that back. The upcoming album... Yes. Is the Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy. There is no reason on this planet that should be a title for anything. No reason. It makes no sense. Read it one more time. The Kool-Aid Eclipse of the Lunar Circle. What? Of the Spotless Mind. (laughs) (laughs) The Lunar Injection Kool-Aid Eclipse Conspiracy. He just put words together. Yeah, that's what he does. Is it so is it an album or a song? That's an album. It's not out yet. Comes out next year. We I don't think we have a release date yet. I almost want to get it just because of how ridiculous that title is. Like I would love to have that spine. Yeah. Of just the the Well, this is the man who one of my favorite songs by him is uh, I believe the title is uh Ging gang gong to do dong to lagaraga. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> Does the song sound like that at that's, all? Yeah, that's the that's the, basically the horror. That's a <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> One more time. Wait, oh. I tried to say hook and chorus, and I said a horror. <laughs> that's the horror. <laughs> That's the horror. I almost, I was this close to letting you get by with it because I was like, no, we could. Maybe that's a term I didn't know. (laughs) Is that a music thing I don't know about? (laughs) Oh, wow. Woo! So, the horror. All I've heard of the new album, 
All anyone's heard is yeah. this song, The Triumph of King Freak, mm-hmm. a crypt of whatever the rest of it is. And uh, <laughs> I was going to choke up my water. A crypt of preservation and superstition. Okay, all this talk about the song, is it any good? It's so good. Okay. <laughs> I love it. So it's uh, it's one of his, it, it brings me back to, so my, my favorite album by him is Hellbilly Deluxe. It's the, you know his first solo. And it's just like thick and has these like catchy riffs mm-hmm. and it's heavy and progressive and it just doesn't stop and that's what this song sounds like and i really love it and if you are a rob zombie fan you'll probably like it it's very uh it's very headbangy mm-hmm. and uh it has like a halftime part near the end which he doesn't typically do like breakdown type things yeah but this song has it but there are also a couple moments where it just breaks down as this weird little like guitar lead and uh, i think it gets jazzy at one point what the so heck? it's all over the place the way that he is mm-hmm. um but it has some great like horror movie sounding samples like he always does oh, and it's just awesome. very very enjoyable and it's this like heavy in your face rob zombie that i really really like mm-hmm. and i mean i guess that's always him but at the same time he often will have tracks that are just done a little bit more. They're just more eerie or or whatever. And don't. Um, this one has like the bounciness and catchiness of like a Dragula or a Living Dead Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like that a lot. So that is great. Okay. The other thing I've been listening to. Yes. Is Ariana Grande's new album. I see. You were right. Opposite ends of the spectrum. We're all over the place here. I'm here. I can't stop listening to her lately. Mm-hmm. Do you listen to Ariana Grande at all? Not traditionally, but it's not because she's not good. Because right. I know That's I've right heard, it's not. Uh, <laughs> I've heard a few of her hits. Mm-hmm. Um, couldn't tell you any other names because you know me in music. But she she does has a ha, uh, she does have a very good voice. She does has a voice. But the weirdest thing with her is yeah. I grew up watching her on. Um, she was on the show Victorious. Oh my gosh, really? Uh, and she was on Sam and Cat, which was a spinoff to iCarly and Victoria. I did not know that. So she and she plays like this this super dumb character, and she talks like she's like, "Hey guys, it's me, Ariana Grande." She doesn't say Ariana Grande. No way. Let me play you just a little clip so you know because she is nothing like her real life persona. Well, and it's very bizarre to see to see her like either in a music video or listen to her sing because the way I've seen her growing up at least she's like this bumbling idiot. That is crazy. Uh, let me see. Um, I had no idea. Like I think I knew that she had done some some like TV stuff as a kid. Yeah. But I don't I don't know if I really Is that her? Yeah. Right there. That's her. Are you sure? Yep. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. That is so weird. So she has played... So she has played that character for like years on Nickelodeon. I had no idea. Yeah. yeah. That is so weird to me. It's super bizarre, and I don't understand quite... Like why why she was like that? It's why <laughs> why are you the way that why, you are? Why how did she become what she is now when her career has been that? Wow, yeah, that's yeah. I'm looking at like yeah, she did a, a bunch of. I think that's where she got famous initially. She did a lot of Nickelodeon stuff. It's so weird to me that you can have like. I didn't even realize she had that whole career. Like I'm looking at all the, um, credits like 
on IMDb now. That's so wacky. Yeah. So that's how I know her. So to see her singing these songs yeah. and like do music like that yeah. and be all like sexy in her videos, I'm like, that's not the character I know. That's huh. not. That's so not might who be I a know. different experience for you listening to her new album. Then, granted, though, the few songs I've heard yeah. from her are great. I yeah. mean, she is. She does a great job. So it's funny. Her new album came out. It's called Positions, mm-hmm. and I listened to it. I'm about halfway through it now. I got distracted because I just started shuffling her stuff. Yeah. Because I realized like her music. <laughs> That sounds like such a funny, I don't know, <laughs> shuffling her stuff. I just started shuffling her stuff. All right, Brett. I don't know. That just sounded funny. Don't talk um, about my queen like I'm that. not. <laughs> I just started shuffling all of her music because yeah. I was like, you know what? I think I love Ariana Grande, mm-hmm. and turns out I do. So where did you shuffle it? Uh, I'm on just, uh, I'll do like... Uh, Radio, like on uh, Spotify or whatever. Okay, because anytime I shuffle anything, it's mm. awful. It's really? when I when I shuffle my own music, it plays like the same ten songs every oh, time yeah, in yeah. a row. And I'm like, no. I do hate. There are a couple. Like if I'm doing it through Apple Music, yep. and I tell Siri to shuffle a certain artist, yeah, there are a couple that she will. It'll always play. <laughs> I personify Siri. <laughs> um, it'll always play the same songs in in the same sequence. Mm-hmm. I should say, yeah. But um, if I do it for other artists, it's not like that on Spotify. Do you use Spotify or Apple Music? Uh, yeah, I do use Spotify. So if you, it, it does, it works well on Spotify. Yeah, if I'm trying to do just an artist, I'll yeah. just go to that page and shuffle it. And that, that usually works okay. But then again, the type of music because I usually listen by genre based, not by artist. Sure. Yeah. Um. So when I shuffle it traditionally ends up it does a much better job though i'm just talking even youtube like i'll shuffle youtube videos um just because like while i'm at work i just don't want to see watch the same stuff always been the curse of shuffling for some reason Uh, why is it not it's like used to happen on my ipod but then you'll get a good one Mm -hmm. every now and then you get a good shuffle right and it's like i haven't heard this song in five years right and And, but then you don't want to interrupt it right you're like if i pause this or start a new shuffle if you skip a song it'll go right back to normal ruins everything yep Yep. you're like i guess i gotta sit through this one but spotify shuffle Ariana Grande. That's how I've been well. doing it. That's how I've been doing it. Mm-hmm. Um, so a new album's really great. And uh I I just I just there was something else I was gonna say about it, I think, but I don't know. It was just great. You were yeah. listening to one sp- song in particular, or you were just going through her album? What uh, made you decide to listen to it? Uh just because it came out. Mm-hmm. So like I um I f- I think it popped up. Oh, at work. I was talking to my friend Pat about Ariana Grande in general. And yeah. she was like, he or he was like, yeah, uh, her new album came out. I was like, oh, shoot. And so he played me one of the songs on there. It was dope. Mm-hmm. So then I just started front to back, which I do a lot less now than mm-hmm. I used to, which bums me out. I think it's just like I listen to a lot of podcasts, watch a lot of shows now. So a lot of times like new albums come out and I don't listen front to back like I used to. Mm-hmm. There are a few bands, a few artists that when something comes out, I'm like very in- intent. I... I Yes. Intent on? Intent about? Intend. No T. But you can be intent about something. Like you have the intent to do something? You have the intent. But you can't be like, I intent to do this. I'm very intentional about... Finding? I was going to say finding, but that's not what I wanted to say. You're intending to find her now. There's some artists that I'm very intentional... Very intentionally. This is unbelievable. <laughs> and when I just said this is, I bit my tongue super hard. <laughs> I, I'm i trying to help you because I struggled talking my whole life. <laughs> Words are there in my head and they come out, but never good. I think we went too long. That's what it is. This is, it's, it's, it's this is one of our longest ones in uh, recent I, history. There are some artists yes. I'm very intentional about keeping up with. Yes. So they put out a new album. I'll listen to it front to back. Yes. It just so happened. Yep. I was talking about Ariana Grande with a friend. Mm-hmm. 
Her new album had just come out, and I wanted to listen to it. You know what's really weird? What? Music is, like, free now. Like, she released an album, yeah. and we had to pay no money for it to listen to well, the whole thing. Well, we, su- we pay for the streaming service. Well, you can go to YouTube. I imagine she has the whole her whole playlist on there. That's true. Granted, yeah. I don't know 100%, it's but it's isn't that no, such No, you're a, probably right. That's such a weird evolution oh, of music. It's super weird. Because yeah. I mean, growing up we had to uh, you know, either buy the albums, mm-hmm. um it would either be on TV on MTV or whatever, or if we were real crafty, we would use mm-hmm. uh what was it? Napster? Was that one of the ones? I, I, was, I was a little Napster, young. Napster, LimeWire. LimeWire, that was the, the one ones. I was thinking yeah. of. Yeah. yeah. Um, but we used to, uh, you know, illegally download yeah. or whatever. Um, but Click it's... download on one song, go to school, hope it's done right. by the time you come home. <laughs> That's it, just one you're song, you know, two it, megabytes. Yeah. And you're like, oh, this will take two days. Yep. Um, but it's so weird that that's just a thing. Like someone can drop an album and they get money based on the ads around the album yeah. and not so much, or the songs, and not so much the, the song themselves. Yeah, you had to monetize it a different way. Yeah. It's very, very strange. It's such a strange evolution. Because, mm-hmm. like, imagine, I mean, Game Pass were pretty much there, but, like, movies. Imagine those coming out, yeah. and all you had to do was watch 20 minutes of ads, and that's it. And yeah. You just walk into the theater and watch it. Well, having the streaming services, it does feel that way. Like, mm-hmm. I keep, I say by default, like, yeah, I just played this game on Game Pass. It didn't even cost me anything. Yeah. It does. Right. But it doesn't feel that way. All you have to do is play one game and you get your value. Any right. other game is free. It's free after that. Yeah, it's very true. Um, it's crazy. We just live in that kind of time. These are the times we live in. All right, we can wrap it. New yep. Rob Zombie track is dope. New Ariana Grande album is dope. Yeah. Uh, it's got Doja Cat on there. It's got The Weeknd. So there's a couple cool Would features on there. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. Doja Cat. What about Neon Cat? I just watched that video the other day. For the first time? No. Okay. I discovered that the kids knew what it was. Oh, good. So we watched it as well. I'm always surprised when some of the things they pull out of their hat. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're always wearing hats. They are constantly wearing hats. Yeah. Wow. Let's uh, let's go to bed. I don't have a transition for that. Oh, I do. Wow. I wonder how people feel about that when you do. Yep. That's a big waveform. You know, if I am not brave enough to fart on this podcast, there's no point in having it. That's true. Episode 140. 140. This has been 140. Mm-hmm. Felt like a fun one. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. You can find us on Instagram at the Keep Up Podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, we have, uh, you know, Podcast Weekly. Yep. And uh, you can leave reviews if you feel like that. Thank you to uh, new listeners. We've gotten a couple new uh, reviews and yes. ratings, which oh, is we did? awesome. I we didn't did. Know. Yeah, uh, I can read them to you after. Yeah. Um, so if you want to leave a review or anything like that, that would be amazing. YouTube, um, of course, come over to YouTube. Yes. We have new videos every two weeks. Every other Friday. Yes. At this point, we just recently. Granted, this will come out next week. It's all right. Call out whatever you want. Yeah, whatever video's coming out. Uh, So we just did the uh, Ghost Pepper Donut Challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Uh, fun. And that was was just a fun spur of the moment one. But it was was fun to do, and editing it was fun. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. The edits are great. Thank you. Yes, sir. Um, And so, yeah, go check it out Um, next week. I have an idea. There are two videos I want to be done by, well, I guess it'll be today. Yeah. But, um... So I don't know which one I'm going to pick yet. Okay. So I'll decide right after this podcast. See, I don't even know. But it'll be out for you guys, so don't worry about it. Yeah. Uh, We got a a couple reaction videos on there that I think are my favorites to watch. Mm -hmm. Um, So check those out if you have not. Uh, I'm going to try to post a couple of clips on the Instagram, too, if you want like a little tasty taste before you watch the whole thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, find us wherever you want to find us. I guess those are the three best places. That's not three places. Oh, yeah. Podcast, YouTube, Instagram. (laughs) Yeah. Right? You totally didn't hear that? What? Dude, I just had the most killer fart.
I didn't hear it, but I hated watching your face while it was happening. You looked oh like a guilty child. <laughs> All right, I'm done. It T- went on for so long. Imagine rubbing I, your hand against wood. I thought I heard Wah. something in the distance. <laughs> I just, Maybe right. it's the microphone picked it up, and you're like, what is that? Yeah. I, prob- we'll I'm so gassy. Back. All right, well, we're Let's wrapping it up. We, we love you. Tim's going to do end babble. Uh-huh. Um, Pikachu in space. You know, space is infinite. Just like lightning as you ride it into the horizon. And at the tip of that bolt be the rat of yellow wonder. You peek and you chew, but you never wonder why. Why do I peek at you, peek at you? With your rosy red cheeks and your tail of wonder. And as you ride the lightning through the space, there's lots to blunder. Like this story. And I'll leave you with this. Pikachu's only a Pokemon if you allow the lightning to ride you. Make sure you don't let that Pikachu go. Thank you.